Now, you had a very direct conversation with your cardiologist after this last yeah, incident. So. And I'm really happy to hear that this cardiologist, which you can name or not, was supportive of a plant-based cholesterol-free diet. Yeah, so Tell I, me I, about I, it. And I'm not sure if he wants me to put his name out there, but although he is pretty proud of the fact that uh, I've been doing really well on this. But when I, when I went in there after the, I had the stent, I went up to him and, and the doctor says, you know, Tim, you're special. And I said, oh, gee, thanks. Doc, and he says, not in a good way. <laughs> oh, You're God. now going to be plant-based diet. He goes, your body cannot process animal fats like other people can. And again, like Nick's pointing out is, we're not really supposed to be processing that much, but we're not told that. So um, you, you know that the, you know, um, the government's actually been making sure that people are eating more dairy because they, they don't want to subsidize the dairy farmers. So they want us all to eat more cheese and drink more milk and that's just causing more and more of the problems plus they're, they're everybody's using these things and they're starting to put all these hormones in it so even if milk and cheese was moderately good back in the 50s they didn't have any of these hormones that they're they're putting in now and we're actually all being guinea pigs for that whole get up well don't don't forget there was early studies done on autopsies of young men age 22 from our country in the Korean War. Now, what year was that? Wasn't that the early, I'm going to say 50s. I'm not that good in history. Let's just say, <laughs> and the Vietnam War was definitely in the 60s. I'm yeah. old enough to remember the sure. Vietnam War in the 60s. And in both cases, they found serious cardiovascular disease. In other words, atherosclerotic plaques in those in the 50s eating what at that time, after World War II, was the four food groups. You must have your protein from animal. You must have your dairy product, which included cheese and eggs and so which forth. Is also because from animal. The meat and dairy industry wanted us to fall into that belief. And then, you know, get your fruits, get your vegetables, maybe some grain. And that was the four food groups. It was to simplify. So after the World War, they, they wanted to make it simple, you know, for Americans to, quote, get good nutrition. But the meat and dairy industry had huge lobbyists. They wanted us to believe that we had to get our protein from animal product. They ignored the studies on humans by Dr. Reddy, Dr. Knapp, and several other published studies showing that infants and children and every age group, you only need about the amount of protein found in whole plant foods, fruits, vegetables, beans, peas. A cup of beans, by the way, has 20 grams of protein. The body is in positive nitrogen balance from one cup of beans or just a variety of fruits, vegetables, soups, and salads. And essentially, the body, why? Because the enzymes recycle 150 grams totally, all the most complete proteins known to man, and the digestive tract sloughs off and recycles. So we really literally only need to be in positive nitrogen balance, 20 grams of protein a day, not one gram per kilogram or 70 or some exaggerate one gram per pound of body weight or half a, a, a half a gram of protein. See, I used half to a know pound. that they, they were saying one gram per pound. And right. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm, at the time, I was 270 pounds. Whew. Wow. That's, that's a lot of grams of protein. Yeah. Uh, some of my best references, uh, including our website, go to delgadoprotocol.com. You can also take a look at nutritionfacts.org, uh, plantpositive.com. Uh, it may be .org, but I believe it's plantpositive.com. And also the book, uh, Proteinaholics by Garth Davis. 
And he wrote, an, as an MD, a review of all the literature and the mistaken beliefs and the emphasis. To, and the problem is, as you eat more protein, you're getting more cholesterol and fat all together because essentially that's the components of animal products. So if you're eating legumes, you're getting protein, you're getting fruits and vegetables, you're getting tubers, yams, and so forth, you're not only getting more than enough quality protein. Lee Haney wrote a book, Fit for Life. He's Mr. Olympiad, uh, I believe it was eight times in a row. Arnold arguably said he's one of the greatest Mr. Olympiads in history. Consumes 500 grams of complex carbohydrates a day in training for getting in top shape to get ripped abs. Yeah. And he gets about, I estimated, it's probably about 80 grams of protein max, somewhere around there, which is still way beyond what even an elite bodybuilder needs, believe it or not. And he said the problem is when you go down to 50 grams of carbohydrate, you're basically, there's no protein sparing effect. See, the carbs, the complex carbs, are used as fuel. The red blood cells can only take glucose from complex carbohydrates. The brain prefers glucose and enduring aerobic to anaerobic threshold, which you and I do in curl and presses, right. you're basically preferring to burn glucose, but with a training effect, like you and I train year round, going back, I go back my training schedule over 20 years, consistently four or five workouts a week. I know you're very consistent as well, being part of Team USA, one of the most elite, strongest strength endurance athletes in history. You and I are neck and neck with world record levels. I so am inspired when you talk about lifting. By the way, lifting. I'm ready for another one. Yeah, I know, I know. Especially when it inspires me, you're shooting for that million pound mark, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But you know what? Here, your doctor probably said, you probably survived because of your exercise. They actually did. They, they told me that the reason I survived and, and, and probably didn't even notice anything until I needed a quintuple was because I had so much collateral vascularity built yes. up from all of my endurance training that I didn't actually have damage to the heart. I do have a slight Q wave thing or something along those lines. They can see that there was a, a heart attack that happened, but virtually no damage. So I'm still doing good. So, so for those who don't understand what collateral circulation is, it's literally nature's own bypass. When the heart, for example, before you even get chest pain, there's usually over uh, approaching 90% blockage of the main coronary artery, and then the heart starts going, hey, I'm not getting enough oxygen, so there's pain. I used to have chest pain when I was in my early 20s before my first TIA, trans ischemic attack. I had gone overboard because I wanted to play pro football, I wanted to play college football. Long story short, I was eating literally about 12 eggs a day, loaded with cheese, no, no sugars, just a lot of protein, a lot of red meat, a lot of chicken, a lot of fish. I really was enamored with the belief that if I ate enough protein, somehow that protein would turn into body protein, which is completely fallacious. I mean, think of a gorilla. That's, that's what was being told to us. Yeah, an 800-pound gorilla eats plant foods all day long and find a gorilla you can beat in anything, physical, muscular, uh, weightlifting, they don't lift, but in wrestling, whatever good luck right I mean the, the the running story I mean they have massive muscle density massive levels of testosterone without consuming a shred of animal product uh, so it's it's interesting you say well but wait a minute gorillas are different actually bonobos monkeys are 97.6 genetic match to us and they stand up right they look into each other's eyes when they have sex they eat fruits and vegetables all day long and they sustain a, a marvelous health level people say oh but that transition to the human brain and it required certain protein to jump from the bonobos monkeys from zaire africa to to humans there's really little or no evidence of that. The human brain sustains and thrives on whole f 
fresh food. That's really what we're arguing. We're not saying eat processed sugars, eat processed oils, no. eat processed meats. And, and as you pointed out, meats are chemically engineered these days. Well, everything is. I mean, even, even a lot of the vegetation is chemically engineered, so you still also have to be careful on that. You know, they've got everything from uh, the pesticides that they're putting in there or they, they've been genetically modifying them. One of the things that bothers me the most is, is the whole canola oil thing. Because canola oil, canola is genetically modified by definition. It stands for Canadian Oil Low Acid, and it was a rapeseed plant before they genetically modified it. So now if you find products out there, even health products, they say, we've got a non-GMO, um, cold-pressed canola oil, they don't know what they're talking about, and they shouldn't be your health company. What we've discovered, and we're confirming what I learned working in the Pritikin Longevity Center, the research department at the Pritikin Longevity Center, with Nathan Pritikin, who was an early pioneer in lifestyle medicine, and he actually uh, turned to other doctors that were doing early research, Dr. Hemsworth about diabetes, uh, he worked with Lester Morrison. True story, Lester Morrison was in Santa Barbara where Nathan Pritikin lived and he had a live-in center where he put people on a plant-based whole foods diet. He'd reverse diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, but no one ever publicized it. You know, who, There was no drug company, no Lipitor company, no surgical company to promote it. So it kind of got lost in literature, but Pritikin found it. And Pritikin said, well, since I have coronary heart disease, and here he was in his 50s, he had no symptoms, no signs, he was an engineer, he, he liked to jog a little bit, but he had serious blocked arteries. And so he looked at the literature, applied that principle, and created later what would be called the Pritikin Better Health Program, which I was the director of the outpatient programs. And he also then developed a living center where people were basically put into a facility for 30 days along Santa Monica Beach. They'd exercise three times a day, about 20 minutes in the morning, afternoon and evening, on treadmill or out on the beach. They would eat all day long uh, meals prepared from a whole food buffet. And uh, that food was based on the forerunner to my now Simply Healthy cookbook. It took me 15 years to gather recipes from around the world. Because I gotta admit, Pritikin's recipes were pretty bland. They didn't taste very good. We use spices and herbs and items that are internationally known uh, within recipes indigenous. I must have a bigger recipe cookbook collection than you can ever imagine from all over the world. And I've got to travel all over the world. Just like when we went to London and competed in Team USA. And you see the way they, they eat in the UK too. I mean, it's like, okay, they are amongst the most obese of all Europeans, oh, right? And mash and all that. But Simply Healthy Cookbook, you got to try these recipes. I know your wife has picked up our cookbook and is trying some things out. And I know the forerunner to a book that you edited, Grow Young and yeah. Slim, we came out with a, a version after this and you did a fantastic job in editing and putting that uh, material together. So if you want to learn the latest, go to our online course under programs at Delgado Protocol and there's a cool course called Fat Loss and Fitness. And we get into all the science. I know there's a lot of controversy now, a lot of people promoting keto diets, paleo diets. And if you really want the science, you really want to understand how to get this ideal goal of good looking body, getting the nutrients you need to build up a body for the most elite sports. I don't know of any sport that exerts as much energy as you and I do in curl and presses. 
please give us a review on iTunes and we'll be happy out of the group of reviews to choose a lucky winner of one of our award-winning products. It could be Block, Adrenal DMG, Stem Cell Strong, or even Power and Speed. We'll ship you a bottle at no cost. You'll enjoy it just from basically giving us a review on iTunes. Also, visit DelgadoProtocol.com. That's DelgadoProtocol.com and take our free hormonal quiz. Looking forward to assisting you to be your absolute best. 